Hi guys, welcome back to the Well That Was Strange podcast. I am your host, Bailey Emily Tello, and today it is episode two. I'm very excited. I have a special guest here, my mom, Lisa, and today I'm bringing my mom on the podcast to talk about her experience with my own mental health obstacles. So would you like to introduce yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Hey everyone, I'm Lisa, Bailey's mom. And Bailey just asked me to come on the podcast tonight and just kind of, you know, go over my experience of what she went through. And I am definitely not taking all the credit here. She was so fortunate to have so much support from family and friends. And I'm definitely not the only one that saw her through this, but she has asked me to come on and I just want to give, you know, a little bit of my experience with it and maybe be able to help some other parents out there. That have gone yeah. through something like this with their own kids and don't Absolutely. know what to do. <laughs> okay, yeah. So obviously when I was in university, I dealt with very, very severe depression. Um, my entire family would come up to kind of check in on me. My mom was obviously one of those individuals as well. And yeah, <laughs> I always wanted to come home. Say. I like never wanted to party or do anything, which like... Now, in my current life, I love to do those things, but, but you always love to do those yeah, things. Yeah, so I think it's just you really went into like a deep depression. Yeah, definitely. Like you didn't like to do anything and you just weren't interested in anything, which was sort of your character. Yeah. So I guess maybe the f- I do have questions kind of prepared for this. So, um, yeah basically so was I was severely depressed at school and then when I came home from university I was kind of at like an all-time high in terms of like mood and energy I was just very elevated um and that was the beginning of a major manic episode so yeah maybe if you want to describe your experience in dealing with my first episode yeah so Like Bailey brought up, she was going through a lot of stuff in university, just being away from home and just feeling really, really depressed and down, which is usually kind of a normal thing when you move away from home. Mm -hmm. But this was like just completely out of her character and just I thought, okay, maybe she'll snap out of it. Maybe she's just got to get adjusted to everything. But things just kept getting worse and not better. And just like you... I'd see you each week and you just kept losing more and more weight and you were just not looking well. And I kept asking, you know, what's going on? And you were so depressed. And anyone that knows Bailey knows that she's always like life of the party, always so happy and genuinely like that. Like it's never an act. Like you're genuinely just always such a happy, fun, you know, like you have so many friends and you love to be around people and you just stop doing all that stuff. Like you... Mm -hmm completely stopped going out like doing stuff with friends no interest in family things anymore like just in that little period of time yeah um so yeah when you did come home from school you kind of started to get that back again but it was like next level yeah um to the point where I was like what is going on like just calm down like you're just so excited like I've never seen you like that before and yeah I thought, okay maybe it's a good thing 
but I'm definitely just, high energy energy as a person yeah. already and like if you know me you know that I'm like pretty hyper um just because that's that's how I, I mean. am that's how I but kind of like, hey, that's how she is she's she's just yeah been not feeling good for so long that finally she's getting back to how she how she was right you know? yeah um so I guess like that whole episode started yeah. and like can you kind of describe the morning of that so this was kind of like an ongoing thing. Mm-hmm. So when I came home, I kind of had that high energy for a couple of weeks. Um, and it turned into that, I don't know, like kind of that morning when I woke up and I was like FaceTiming Jenna. Yeah, um, I was so- hallucinating. It, it, this this all came down to like one specific occurrence. Yeah. And so like what- it was definitely terrifying. And yeah, I know that's a big word to use, but it was. Um, for someone that's never been through something like this or seen something like this, I, you know, it was scary. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say this, but when I saw Bailey that morning and she was hallucinating and she was seeing things and just like completely out of it, um, I really yeah. thought that, you know, I said, Bailey, are you taking something? Like, what is it that you're you're doing? And she assured me there was nothing. And I did ask her to have a test done, which I still feel bad about. But I just yeah. have never seen this before. And well, like, there was I feel nothing like if, in your system. If I was a parent, like, I would also do the same thing. Yeah, and it still breaks my heart to this day because I'm like, yeah. I know you and you would have told me. Yeah. But I've never seen something like this. And I've read it in many books and heard about it, but not actually experienced it. Mm-hmm. And I just got in bed with you and I just held you and you were just not okay at all. And the first thing I thought of was like, okay, what do I do? Um, and I just let you talk and you know, the things that you were talking about, like it wasn't anything scary, but it was just heartbreaking to see. Mm -hmm. Cause anyone that knows, or if you do know about psychosis, like you're basically detached from reality and you are, almost like you're in another world and you're believing this well I explained that in the first episode how like when you have psychosis you literally don't know who you are yeah like it's just it's so scary and obviously I never thought that I would be the person to experience something like this like I don't no, know that's I just what I mean and it's just I had never heard of this have you like obviously none of, of us have heard, heard of it, it but, but I've never actually experienced thought... it it's not something that happens like that often but it does definitely happen and they usually say when you go through a really depressed state, this is common, especially in people your age that have, you know, you're yeah. going through so many life changes and you're just not feeling it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So I guess that morning, um, my family tried to get me help. So you called my doctor. Yeah. So this is where it was tough. And this is why, like, I'm kind of glad she asked me to come on here because if there is another parent out there that's going through this, like, there is help out there, but I'm going to be honest with you. It's tough. Um, like I, I didn't know what was happening. And when we ruled out all the other stuff that I thought it could be, I didn't know who to call. So I just started going through the, like the phone and looking for mental health foundations. Like who can help me? I called the hospital. I called about six people Mm -hmm. before I actually got through to someone that was able to kind of guide me on what to do. And still, what they told me to do is basically call 911 and get her admitted into a hospital, which later 
Um, I was told that's not a good thing to do. However, it depends on the person too. Like Bailey was fine. She wasn't going to harm herself or anyone else. She was happy and it was just, you know, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Rough experience. A hundred percent. Like I remember going to the doctor and obviously you were there for a portion of it and then she made you yeah, guys leave. So that morning I called the family doctor and I just begged for her to see her. And thank God she said right away, just bring her in. Yeah. And my sister came and like your dad came. Yeah. Literally everyone came. Like in the My and Big were Fat like, Greek <laughs> Wedding. Like My yeah. Big Fat Greek Wedding, that show, that's like literally my family. Like my whole family and friends, everyone is so supportive. Everybody was there. Like, And even the receptionist was like, you she's so fortunate to have yeah you know, that support and the thing is is not everyone does have that support and yeah that's why it's like really important to just kind of see the signs and do the best you can to for help sure that person. yeah well like I remember you had left and then I told kind of because they have to assess you yeah so my doctor is asking me all these questions I'm answering the questions thinking that I'm like do you some... remember her asking you that not really yeah like, I don't, I honestly don't remember what I said, but I remember her, and I explained this briefly in my first episode, mm-hmm. that she started crying. She did. Yeah. And I was like, why is she crying? Like, you know what I mean? Because you just don't know what's happening. Well, it's I so think it scary. Was just, like, seeing me and your dad. Yeah, and I know. And, like, literally us, everyone, like, like leaving God, work please, to, like, like yeah, know, be like, what's because... happening? I know. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, then I took, um, like, a drug test. So I did... Which, like the I blood test to do yeah and I, i'm sorry bailey like you know <laughs> it's okay. but obviously like my dad and my mom asked me if i was on drugs i said absolutely not um but, but then when you go through it almost was yeah like, like you were probably made to like think i was because like based off the way that i was acting um so i did the urine sample i did like the blood the everything everything came back clear yeah and right? that's when they were like okay this is what's going on yeah, and my doctor said she's in a manic state, right? Which I didn't believe at first, but the more I sat there and saw what was happening, I'm like, okay, I have to process all this. And yeah, thankfully, your doctor like immediately gave me contact information and even called the hospital herself. Yes. And got us into an inpatient program, which was a little tough at first, but when I spoke to the director there, she was so great over mm-hmm. the phone. And she kind of just said, you know what? It doesn't have to be today. We'll see what happens. Like, let me get all the paperwork and then we'll give you a call during the week. And I basically like begged her. I said, no, this, she needs to be seen today. And thank God, you know, they did. Yeah. They did bring you in. Well, I remember cause yeah, you were speaking to them on the phone and then you passed me the phone. I had no idea who I was speaking to, but I was assuming it was someone. Right. And then. They were kind of like, hi, Bailey, like, can you talk about like what's happening? And obviously I told her what was happening and they were probably like, oh, like she well, should come once out. you I'm came kidding. into the office, they took one look and they were like, like, and the okay. stuff you started saying, they're I like, know. yeah, we're going to take her today. But the yeah. thing is like, you never did an impatient thing. And you know what? No. If it is the case where you do need to be admitted into a hospital, it's for the best for you. Like yeah. whatever your situation is, is perfectly fine. So I know I said before, like, the best thing to do is not to call 911. However, if the person is trying to do something to themselves. Yeah. Then, then it's, yeah, like, very, like, dependent on the person and the situation. Yeah, exactly. And you were very calm about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm just trying to look into some questions. 
I'm sorry, guys. My voice is like... That's <laughs> okay. Um, this is... Like, you kind of already went over this, but how did you deal with the stress of everything? Because, okay. like, especially from a parental standpoint. Like I said, um, we, we had so much support, but there's people that don't. And this it was very stressful for me. And I just had to keep going. I'm like, okay, we need to figure out what's going on. We need to, like, just do everything we can for you right now. Yeah. Um, I reached out like with a lot of support places. Like I reached out to some parents in the program that they had, the Phoenix program had given me and I met with a couple of them, which made me feel better because when you're going through something like this and no one else is like, you feel so isolated and like, this is my child who I would never expect something like this. Like, it's, it's insane. Like it's crazy how much the brain can just, turn on you like that and you can't do anything about it like you you can't stop it from happening so it's really just coping and trying to just keep you okay and yeah like that first week was pretty scary like we we didn't we couldn't leave you alone and like all your friends were so so worried and they were like you have the best friends i know like genuinely to all of the besties listening you i love you guys yeah like they you you honestly have i know greatest i could like cry about it all day i know know. And, (laughs) and the thing is they had questions too and they did like a couple of them reached out like, why is this happening? And I'm like, honestly, I, I don't I'd know. I'd love to have an answer for you. I'm just as worried too, but we're going to get there. Yeah. We'll figure it out. And I think like when you said feeling isolated, I think same goes for people that have mental illness, like yes. somebody that's depressed or yeah. like how whatever. Like in the beginning. Yeah. Like you feel so isolated when you have depression or when you have anxiety, but then you don't think about all the people around you that could have anxiety and depression. Yeah. You just so- think about like, you know. That's why it's nice to maybe talk about this so that there, if there's another parent out there that's, like, feeling like I did then, or we all did then, like, maybe this will just kind of make you feel a little bit better. It does get better. It does yeah, get better. Yeah, it does it's, get better. It's not easy, but it gets better. That's such a hard thing, because I remember people telling me that in university, like, it gets better, it gets better, and I was like, no, it does. Like, I was so negative, Yeah. and, like... So yeah, it's just so negative in my first year of university and now I'm in school again. I love school. Like yeah. I'd want nothing more than to have like a higher education and yeah, I don't know. Um, what are some factors that you think really helped me when I was actually, I know one of them. I think it was when you guys took my phone away. Yeah. So, not just to kind well, of get me. The reason me. why we took your phone away <laughs> I didn't have my phone for I think like almost when you a were month. On social media, you were posting yeah. a lot of things that just I know. You know, I didn't want you to look back later and be like, "Why?" Like you didn't know what you're posting, basically. Yeah. And that's the thing with psychosis. Like you're you're not, you know how like how do you explain it? Like you're like just, you just so like one of the symptoms of psychosis is when you connect things to your own life. So I was thinking that like all of these things I would see on social media kind of had to do with me. When they yeah, didn't, yeah. like, it's like you just like lose Sudden, touch of reality, and you're a part of like, and you're a part fantasy, of fantasy, basically. Yeah. Well, I said like, <laughs> like, you like thought the you were whole the part of the friends of cat or the cast of friends. Well, because I talk about that in the book, and it's like I'm kind of embarrassed to admit that, but it's like a crucial part of the story is that I was like attached to the friend series, yeah. Um, 
and I thought I was like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't like, know. Suddenly you're with Phoebe. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's like, just, no, we just, so and yeah, that's taking the phone away. Yeah. Um, which I just felt awful doing, but it had to be done. And no, it helped week, me. It did. And that week away from your phone, like you got back into your art again. Yeah. And you had friends come over and visit. Like we would just do a couple friends at a time and you guys would kind of just swim in the pool or just, you know, people would just come over to support you. Mm-hmm. Um, just like going on walks. But I think the main things that really did help you then was your art and just putting yeah. your creativity out there and just kind of being you, but just getting through it peacefully, like just not with social media yeah. and like everybody messaging you. We just kind of kept you away from all that for that first few Mm -hmm. weeks until we kind of figured out exactly what was going on yeah I went out to lunch with a friend like a couple days ago and she was talking about social media and I said the there was like a time in my life when I was going with psychosis when my family like took my phone and that was the best I ever felt like not being and I love social media you even said that after you like yeah you you were like I needed that break okay so I think this is gonna be our last question potentially um so knowing now and experiencing everything that you and me have kind of gone through with mental health um what are the top three pieces of advice you would give to someone dealing with a similar situation and again I feel like you kind of already like addressed this but what is like so what would you tell another parent almost just like what I would tell another parent is like when you went to school, everyone just kept saying to me, it's normal for her to feel like this. Like, just let her be, she'll get through it. But like, you know, your own child. And if you think something's not right, then it's sometimes not right. And I think just, just really keep an eye on that kind of stuff. And don't just assume that because everyone else is telling you, oh, they're fine. Like, I'm not saying your child's going to go to university and this is going to happen to them. Yes, they could have the blues for the first few weeks. Um, but then they start to find themselves and things get better. But like in a situation with Bailey, where it's just like every weekend we picked her up for like a year and she was so severely depressed. And I just kept saying, you're going to get through it. It's your first year. Like, I'm, I'm sad that I did that because I really wasn't seeing the signs. I just thought that you would really get like, just snap out of it. But we actually had a serious Thing going on here that I didn't realize and I just kind of wish I listened more and just did a bit more um or just you know maybe offered to get you some help instead of just yeah but I, I think like in that moment I appreciate it because you you did everything you could in that moment like like as I said before my family would come up all the time my mom would come up to like meet with the guidance counselor yeah. with me to kind of figure like we out did try to get the help yeah no we did and I think yeah, like you said, just looking at the signs, I guess, right? Yeah, seeing the signs and... Because I think a lot of kids, like, experience depression in university. Yeah, and that's it. And it's so common. And, and everyone that said that to me, it's right. Like, they do go through that little patch where it's like, I miss home. And you feel like that. But this was different. And you usually know your own kids. And when you feel like something's off, just really take note of that. I wish I did um, a little bit more. But... What was the rest of the question? I just asked for three pieces of advice, but if you only have one, that's cool. Another thing is just like take that time away from everybody. If you need to take a break, take a break. Like the school was amazing with you. They offered you to just take a bit of a break. And if you need to take time off or your kids are saying to you, I need a bit of a break, like 
don't push them. Um, and I kind of was doing that with Bailey, like, just like, you're going to get through it. Like you're coming home for Christmas, just get through that last week of exams. Just do this, do that. And just maybe just say, you know what? You do need that break. Like, it's okay. Everybody needs a break. And if that's what you have to do, that's what you have to do. Yeah. And I tell a lot of people the same thing. Like if, well, just some of my friends, not some of my friends, but people I've known just when they're not ready for school or whatever, like I usually say, oh, like I wish I took a year off kind of. I felt a lot of pressure on me to go to school because all my friends were going and like I just wanted that lifestyle kind of but and you loved being there yeah you didn't love it it's just it wasn't for you at that time and you really went through a lot yeah like mentally and you still like you were strong about it and you still continued with your school and everything but you on the inside you were just like falling apart and it's just awful to see yeah yeah, it's crazy. One last question, sorry. <laughs> um, how did you feel about the different treatment options? So I guess we can kind of dive into medication. I'm going to have a separate episode on that, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I was put on medication. I think that was the hardest part of all of it because I was like, no, she's going to get better and she will be okay without the medication. But then I realized, you know, no, I will do what whatever it's going to take to get you feeling better. Yeah. When you're in that type of situation, you'll know exactly. Hopefully nobody goes through this. But if you are in a situation like that, you will know what I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. I asked a lot of questions about the medications. I do work in a pharmacy as well. So I did kind of get, you know, a little bit of information from the pharmacists that, that are there too. And it's just something we had to do. And it did it did make a huge difference. It is something that Bailey's probably going to be on for the rest of her life, which is a huge thing when you think about it. Um, but it's like, how do you feel about the medications? Like it's definitely, it's well, hard. It's definitely hard. Cause it's, it's trial and error. Like you, have yeah, so many, I was never somebody that wanted to be on medication in yeah, the first place. The like I'm like a pretty, like, I grew up as a competitive dancer, so mm-hmm. it was always, let's move your body, let's, like, do this, let's do that. Let's meditate. Let's yeah, <laughs> like, let's, like, do yoga, like, let's do something, let's journal. Um, and but that's then, does help, but not in yeah, this situation. Yeah, this situation, it was kind of, I didn't really have a choice, and yeah. I understand now that I didn't have a choice. Like, in order to get out of a manic episode, you kind of need to be on medication. Yeah. You don't need to be, but you... probably should to like become stable again um so yeah I'm very open about medication I still take medication I'm on like anti-anxiety antidepressant still I take manic like these drugs to help with manic psychosis like just to prevent it from ever happening again Um, yeah because it is dangerous they do say when this happens like it it can affect your brain and it you know it's not something that you want to happen yeah and And just being a full-time student like studying to become a nurse I have thought about going off medication and I've talked to like the specialists about it Mm -hmm. and they're like but this is the thing with this kind of stuff like you can't just go off the medication yeah like you can't just stop the medication yeah and like especially in the time that I'm in right now in my life as a busy student this is like not the time to even touch that I feel like but and like I just, you know, just before we wrap it up, I just want to, you know, tell you, sorry, I just, I'm really emotional with this, okay. this whole, I know, and I feel so <laughs> bad because I like, because I, there's so much more to it and this is I just know. like, we only have a short amount of time and it's really like, if you really do get into things, it's, 
very difficult to deal with um to watch someone you love go through this and just how helpless they are like you were helpless like we yeah we it was like 24-hour care during that time and I think now if it god forbid but if it were to happen again like you could handle it so much better now and fast like we wouldn't let you get to that state again and you you would I hope to God it never happens again. Yeah. But um, I just want to say that, like, I'm so proud of Bailey. Like, she's... Thanks. As hard as it is, and she does struggle every day. Like, she still struggles with depression or yeah. feeling anxious. And she still fights her way through it, which is not easy. Um, It's not easy at all when you go through stuff with your mental health. Like, some days you just don't want to get up at all. But she makes such an effort to do it. And, you know... I just, we all just encourage her to do it and just, I don't, at this point, I don't care what she takes in school. I just want, my main thing is your kids need to be happy. And yes, everyone has expectations that they think their kids should be doing, but mine is you being happy. Yeah. That's all I want. And I'm proud of you for everything you did. Like you wrote your book. I think everyone needs to hear that. Like, you know what I mean? Like what you just said, like your kid doesn't have to be like a rocket scientist or like, just like you want them to be happy. That's all after after going through this experience, my main goal for for my kids is like just be happy and like feel confident in what you're doing. Yeah. And who cares what anyone thinks? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so that wraps up this episode. Um yeah, I would like to thank my mom for being here. Thank you guys. And I hope this benefited benefited is that a word? <laughs> I hope this benefit. <laughs> I hope this benefits some of you. <laughs> You're a journalist, baby. Yeah, I know. What the hell? Um, anyways, I'll see you guys in the next episode. And yeah, have a great night, day, whatever you're doing. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys.